How you doing, guys, and welcome to the Green Machine Podcast. So, Ireland have just drawn one already, Qatar. <laughs> just to give us a little bit more positivity. Go to the end of the international break. I'm feeling a bit drained from that, lads. It was we were out of steam by the end, weren't we? Yeah, it, it looked like. I mean, it is a friendly and was a friendly, but it actually really felt like a friendly at the end of it. Great start. I mean, we really, really went at them, and we were showing the energy movement that was missing against Luxembourg, and we looked like we were gonna we were gonna come out of this two, three, four nil. It is a friendly and was a friendly. And then all of a sudden, it literally just uh, we got the goal, well deserved. Um, Brady came off after twenty two minutes. There's a shock. Um, I don't want to sound bad to the lad, but it's very frustrating anytime he just keeps going off. Um, and then all of a sudden, it just I don't know if that had anything to do with it as such. Maybe it's just tiredness, you know. Hendrick, there who doesn't isn't playing, I think he's played like once in the last six games or something like that, something ridiculous. So, you have a lot of a lot of experienced heads on the pitch, but a lot of players not playing regular football. And I think it showed at the end, it was just uh, they got a good goal. Yeah. Yeah, so it was very disappointing, very drab. Really could have done with a win, but at least it wasn't a loss. Yeah, I mean, just to focus on some early positivity, we've scored a goal after three minutes, and I mean, that that's an Anthony Barry corner, isn't it? Even the reaction from the bench, they're all running to Barry, they're all congratulating Barry, and I know James McLean finishes it off, but it, it, it's a great all-round goal. And I see I see a lot of um, negative comments coming into the, the chat there, and it's completely understandable. We completely empathise with all. So, um, as I said, we, we, we have to start off with that bit of positivity. A great goal. I mean, J- James McLean hits the right at the keeper, doesn't he? But he gets a stroke of luck, and that's what you need at the moment when you're not scoring goals. Yeah, I I think it was a really clever goal, wasn't it? And, um, you know, a fair play to Anthony Barry. We were talking up what he was going to bring to things, and he's and he's kind of proved what he can bring to the setup. Um, so, yeah, really well worked. I like kind of when clever things are done like that in the match. I remember when we were the victims of that in, um, in Celtic Park a few years ago against Scotland someone they've done a clever little yeah. free kick against us I think you do have to think a little bit smarter against some of these teams and set plays are so important to us and always have been and it was brilliant to see it come off and you can see the reactions so yeah really pleased with that and I hope you know when they get together in June that they're going to work have more time on that and they'll, they'll, they'll get more and more of that in, in play I think so yeah that's a real positive from tonight just on James McLean really quickly I mean I like him in that left wing back role. I'm I'm by no means a James McLean fan, and I'm very very open about that. And and as I keep hammering home, it's nothing personal. It's simply on footballing ability. And since 2017, and I mean he was so suited to that, wasn't he? Attacking from deep, and then he had a calmer head about him, didn't he? There was no headless runs. There was no headless defending. Yeah, he did. He did. People are split on McLean, but but yeah, but but I just feel. Just feel as someone who's been a massive critic of him in the past, that was that's probably his role going forward. Yeah, he did. He did well. Um, it was good to bring in a bit of experience and to see him play with a bit of composure was good. hasn't hasn't done that a lot for us. He's been that headless chicken sometimes that just gets the energy going in the game. Um, but I was quite disappointed that Ryan Manning didn't get that opportunity. Instead, uh, he's been playing quite well lately, and I thought he he could have been good improvement on him. <laughs> Manning is getting a bit of gain time, isn't he? I know he came on with a couple of minutes ago. The subs are very late as well. Thought they had a penalty after six minutes as well, lads. And Gavin um, making a very, very nice save after about eight minutes. Wasn't I know it was offside, wasn't it? But a, a point blank 
a point blank save and another assured performance from that young man couldn't do much for the goal could he you know so so at least if we're going to take positives we might as well speak about them early before we maybe go into something else so any other individual performances that stood out to you lad shane long maybe i mean he probably should have finished it off just before half time but overall a, a decent performance and what was very much a comeback for him yeah, I thought Shane did did very well. He just put that energy into the into the performance that we really needed. Uh, there was a time there in the second half where he had the chance where he closed out the goalkeeper, showed his uh, his brilliant finishing. Sometimes where a bit of composure could have made the difference, but that up and at them bit of energy is what we've lacked in, in games lately. Just to put the opponents under pressure, and when they were under pressure, he just ran at them, and they they didn't know what to do with him. And it was great to see him get a. a a good good run out and by all means the the commentary on sky sports were very complimentary of him um they thought he, he did he did quite well and i think with a friendly game at the end of a, of two poor results putting someone experienced in like shane gave him that chance to really show what he's about and he did that and then when he went off i think we really missed him really did i think we were we were quite uh, lackluster and that friendly feel to the game as as david alluded to really came into it after he left there was no real energy up front after he went off even callum robinson who's usually gets about the pitch a good bit he seemed a bit tired towards the end of the end of the game as well and didn't have that energy and shows that shane long is still an asset to us even though what he's 34 now I couldn't believe how fast he was he it's like a bullet runner. He's still got a lot of pace. He look, he he, he, he we, we say this we say this again and again about Shane Long. He looks after himself. He doesn't score goals, but physically, and we don't see this from a lot of Irish players. He 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 looks after himself. He's he pace, and he's thirty four. You know, you don't usually see this. Interesting comment there from Eilish Wade. I give it a rest. Jesus Christ, always negative moaning. I don't think we've moaned so far. I think we've been. <laughs> pretty positive considering oh, we've just Jesus. drawn with Qatar so yeah so an in interesting one to um to see on there yeah a few a few things coming in and yeah there's just on the, mixed just opinions on, on this it, it's fair enough it's fair enough I think but we haven't been negative Eilish so um I'm not sure where you're getting that from just on the negativity Sorry, though you know me I'm, I'm I always try and be positive and I you know I, I that's the kind of drama I beat and I always want the Irish fans to get behind the players and you know I this is a really weird experience still watching games on, you know, on TV and then you're watching it reaction on Twitter and getting messages, you know, we're actually actually chatting to each other during the game a little bit as well. And, um, you know, cause we're obviously keeping an eye on the other results and things coming in, but like, I, I just couldn't believe the reaction to when we scored the goal on, on Twitter. Everyone's going, this is a friendly, oh, look at them. They're going well over the top. It's, you know, and people were saying, I kind of ended up in a row in a way, and I just thought, I'll just leave it. And even like uh, just other people, like, like I was watching it with my son, Kean, and he was just going, what, What's that fella on about? Like, and it was, you know, just just a total overreaction of saying, like, Oh, well, they hardly even tried the other day. I mean, that, you know, that's just nonsense. As if Irish players go out on the pitch and don't try, and oh, they, when it mattered, they couldn't do it and they didn't, they weren't asked. I mean, that's just such a ridiculous thing. I just, I can't get that mindset, and that, that there was, pisses me off. I, I, to be I, there, there was, there was fatigue. There, there was fatigue that was very evident. I don't think they weren't trying. I think, I think any lack of running or any lack of energy or flatness was to do with fatigue. And and a lot of these players, if we met, they're not playing every week. So if you play two international games in the space of a couple of days, and then all of a sudden you're playing a third against Qatar, fatigue is going to be shown. I know it's professional sport, but if you think about it, if 
they're not playing regularly, this is going to catch up with them. So it wasn't for lack of trying. It was perhaps fatigue uh, becoming very in that game. So, yeah, I, I don't understand that. And I think a lot of that, like, I, I as I said, I really empathize with people who, who are frustrated with Kenny and who are anti-Kenny. But there's a lot of throwaway comments that, that need to be thought out a little bit better. And I don't blame them. People say, I mean, we're in a WhatsApp group, lads. I, I said a lot of stuff in the heat and then when i think about it i first of all you don't ent entertain me which is good but then when i think about it i'm like well that was just that was just a heat, heat of the moment comments that was just a heat of the moment comments you know so it's just um it's just something that that people need to to think about a little bit yeah positive I, I, I first half overall lads you know sorry Dave, po po positive first half all lads i mean you know even watching the coverage on rte who seemed to miss a good chunk of it for whatever reason Zed, Zed, Zed. thank you edward very very um very very informative input there so um it was positive <laughs> and then all of a sudden and then then all of all of a sudden we're all, we're all tired now we're all tired so all of a sudden the sucker punch one minute into the second half yeah i think they'll be very disappointed with that you know like you, you've got to manage the game a little bit now and i you know i think uh, that would, would just be so disappointing you know the first thing they would have said is let's keep this tight now for the first 10 and, and really nip you know nip it in the bud there any of their kind of resilience any of their fight back was just manage the game now and that was very disappointing to concede that goal very early um i think um just just overall i think the first half quite solid i i, I was really impressed though i think the contrast between the first game against serbia where they were on the front foot and played quite well and then Luxembourg, and then it was just like there's just two two different Ireland teams turning up with the energy, and I think we've got to have energy in our team and and passion and things like that. And I think James McLean, whether you rate him or not as a footballer, he does bring that to the like you know first of all closing down challenges, things like that. I mean Robbie Brady as well had a great chance early on in the game, and that was I mean I know I was the one uh, really promoting where he could play and bring his attacking kind of stuff to the game. Sadly, again, injury. And that that that's not good for Robbie Brady, that Achilles injury, is it really, going forward? No. That, that's, that's what I liked, actually, about, no, no, it's not looking good. I mean, it's just it's just a recurrent theme with Robbie Brady, isn't it, where he's coming off very early and not, not again, enough times. The confirmation tonight and what I liked about Brady's role and, and Horgan's role was I always feel, and, and I found this as soon as Brady came off, I feel when we play three at the back or five at the back, we're at bay in the final third and there's no link. But Horgan and Brady played very in field and a little bit wide of, of Shane Long. So that was kind of the link, wasn't it? But as soon as Brady came off, now, no disrespect to Troy Parrott, but he's not, he's not a winger. He's a centre forward or a number 10. You know, he plays, he plays more down the spine as opposed to wider. But I found as soon as Brady came off, we could see that that intent and that shape that Kenny had put out was all of a sudden disrupted. Because, as I said, that was that was the link. That was the link between the midfield and the attack. And then you had McLean and you had Christie overlapping on on the outside. So we saw that that stub of momentum already. Yeah, I actually I was thinking that as well when uh, Parrot was on, and there was a ball in the first half, and all he had to do was play a one-two out on the wing. That's where we're, we're quite dangerous actually on the wing when we when we play to get the crosses in. And he went back inside, and I was just like, it's just. Little things like that, you know, just little things like that, just didn't that they can make or break goals, you know. And um, I, I do think we did lose our shape a little bit um, after Brady went off. But I think as well we have to look at it. I mean, when things aren't quite going our way, we should have been two, three nil up, you know, out of sight. I mean, I think Stephen Kenny has to come up with a bit of a plan B, you know, when 
you go, all right, lads, we've done all the football. We haven't quite got it just result just desserts we need to get something now a plan b go a bit more direct whatever he's got to do that you can't be too stubborn with your philosophy um especially international football you know you don't always get what you deserve in football as we've seen as, as he probably knows over the last uh, year and a bit and i think i'd like to the substitutions he made at the end probably should have been made on on the 75th minute really you know i think the impetus had long gone i think by right. the 70th minute very late substitutions for a friendly match. Yeah. I mean, I mean, yeah. I know we've look, 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 maybe I'm contradicting myself a bit there because we, we've we put the onus on how important a game this is, friendly or not, because they, they needed to get some kind of result. Didn't they? Well, they, they, they need a change. They need to be Qatar. But but you don't you don't they make changes change. ten minutes before the end. No, no. I mean, you know, you have the usual thing: sixty minutes, seventy-five minutes. You know, sometimes half time you really have to change it. Against Luxembourg, probably could have changed after five minutes, but. Yeah, 83 minutes or 84 minutes, and you're thinking, there's not really a lot of time these guys can do. You should be looking at the 75-minute mark and say, all right, lads, the steam's gone. Let's change it up a bit. Let's give them something else. Let's give them another um, thing to worry about. It was, just, it was a friendly, so they could have made uh, more than the five substitutions on uh, Saturday. Yeah. So it, it just has to get cute. He just has to get a bit cuter, he does. Um, yeah, good. good. Yeah, good, good, good comment here, lads. That maybe you know maybe sums up how the how the game went as a whole. And it's a little bit of a negative one, but I think it does hit the nail on the head. To be to be fair to to David Walsh here, so only saw the second half, but basics are brutal. Cannot pass the ball, constantly giving the ball away, and distribution from free kicks and corners were terrible. Nobody looking for the ball, and when we're playing from the back, the midfield never moved into space. In fact, couldn't even see them on the screen. Heartbreaking stuff. I, I know, like we're trying to stay as upbeat as or or as positive as I think that's fairly spot on in terms of an analyzing the game from, from David there. Yeah, yeah, I'd, I'd agree with David there. I think he's looked at the game and seeing that we've just lacked a bit of impetus. We came out early in the first, in the second half. I think their goal was caused by us being probably a bit too, going too far further forward with James McLean going after a ball he wasn't going to win and Darrow O'Shea then backing him up then we lost the goal and then you looked at the midfielders and, and as David just pointed out the substitutions were made quite late I mean I don't know what Stephen Kenny learned from keeping Jeff Hendrick on the pitch for so long he didn't look for the ball to make anything happen straight after maybe 45 46 minutes and then that was the end of him he kind of checked out uh, he was a bit of a passenger in the game wasn't looking to change anything or do anything different Malumbi yeah, yeah, standard, Jeff. Yeah, absolutely. And then Malumbi as well was, was probably a bit tired. He hasn't got much game time, but I, I wouldn't have thought taking him off. You got something out of keeping him on the pitch. But, you know, you've got James McLean as well. The substitutions then made you know, well into the 82nd minute, as David said. They could have been made after 60 minutes. You could see that we were crying out for a bit of impetus. I was uh, very was disappointed for Troy Parrott. I wasn't expecting loads out of him, but I think he had a good chance to maybe do something. And I was looking at the game towards the end and going Troy's had a big chance here he hasn't really done much yeah. and then I, I kind of went back on my t trail of thought and went hang on a minute it wasn't really his fault he wasn't getting the service at all he he wasn't able to do things yeah. that he should be able to do and he had to come back and link back all I think the he was time he, he, he was tidy at times wasn't he, he was tidy in, in tight spaces Colin Carrick how was this how's it you know, going you lost in Luxembourg um, yeah yeah, yeah. But, but what I'm saying is, like, if, if, if you come off a, an international window where you've lost a Luxembourg and you've lost a Serbia, you need to win 
for uh, we said this in the pre-game build-up you need to finish the international window with a good taste in your mouth before the summer internationals so so it is important in terms of momentum friendly or not in terms of morale and in terms of momentum going forward it, it is important it's important that you get a result we didn't get the result we we, we drew one off yeah if, the, if they'd have lost the game he'd be getting hammered saying he still hasn't won a game in 11 games so you know it's not it's not great reading the the results at all but like it, I, I think it was an important game as we said in the preview and you know i think in a way you know, Kenny putting in some of the senior players who he didn't pick in the two key games, the two important games, if you want to call them that, um, you know, that they did prove a point. I mean, again, back to the celebrations of the goal, it was all the lads who were, who'd been left out were all in the huddle together, like congratulating each other. It was like, they really was like, yeah, look, we just, we've been obviously working on this with Anthony Barry. We've just, we've just executed it perfectly and we've scored a goal. So that's why, they, you know, we want to see players celebrating goals. I can't see, I understand the criticism of that at all. But yeah, ultimately, I think it is an important game. It, it was. If we'd have lost, it would have been really, really like damning again. You know, the whole negativity would have carried on into June. You know, again, the, the senior players who played, I would question as well whether they would have had the appetite to probably get involved again, some of them. Um, so yeah, I, I think it was very important. And, and again, I just think the run out of steam like it really did go into a it, it was like a 60 minute competitive game and then it just ran and, and ran out of steam and it was just kind of petered out basically if, if they had won kenny still would have been getting stick because what i mean why didn't you pick this team against luxembourg it doesn't yeah. Think he can win, yeah. no matter what he does at the moment yeah. but, uh, and they could have won yeah, it it was that, a great that, chance that, at the that, end that was, wasn't it that, look at it out of uh, yeah, that was the narrative after about 10 minutes, wasn't it? Even before the game, when the lineup was announced, there was people saying, even on the pre-match show, they were saying, well, why doesn't he play this team against Luxembourg? And you, and you can see that argument. You know, experienced heads, they're probably not going to play a better brand of football, but experienced heads maybe don't lose to Luxembourg. We don't know. Hindsight's a, a fantastic thing, if, if you think about it. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, this, I think what people have to remember is senior players haven't exactly been setting the world alight either. You know, I mean, if they were, they would have been in the team. They would have started against Serbia. They would have started against Luxembourg. They got in the team um, today because probably, you know, it was a little bit of friend, a bit of a friendly. Uh, players are, you know, tired from playing two competitive games in such a short period of time and a lot of travel, everything in between that. So. Yeah, if they were that brilliant, they would have been in the team in the first place. And they have, you know, I saw a comment there a while ago. Um, you know, well, Jeff Hendrick hasn't let has never let Ireland down. Um, <laughs> I mean, I'm not being funny, but other since hitting the underside of a crossbar at uh, Euro 2016, I don't really know what he's done for Ireland. Not don't want to sound personal, but you know, we have to call a spade a spade here. You know, and he's poor just, tonight. He's poor tonight. Uh, and, 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 I, and I don't, I don't think that's his best team. role. I don't think him playing playing in a flat midfield too. Yeah, no, I don't think him playing in a flat midfield two is is his best role. His his best football comes on the on the right hand side of a three, doesn't it? But he was he was poor again. He was sloppy at one stage. Now it didn't matter in the end, but he passed the ball to an invisible man in the corner, and I think the Qatari right. player kind of slipped. And, he, and, he, and he, yeah, and he was able to retrieve it. Yeah, yeah. But I was just about. I, yeah. I was just. A, he got it. He got it back. He got it back, and he got the ball in, didn't he? Didn't he square? I don't know who he squared it to, but I mean, he, he was poor again. And I, I don't like to single out players, but I mean. You know, we talk about the senior lads coming in. Um, there was an art of should the senior players have played on Saturday night. But apart from Shane Long, I mean, yeah, McLean scores the goal. He did play with a bit more control. I did like him in that in that left wing back position. But in the second half, he was a bit oblivious. So uh, 
it's all well and good saying that the senior lads are coming back in, the senior lads should play. But 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 apart from that, like they, they probably didn't stand out as much as some of the young lads that came in last week. I mean, I can't say that Jeff Hendrick played better than Josh Cullen did over the last two games. No, he no, didn't. And that's saying a lot because Cullen wasn't exactly <laughs> out of this world, you know, but it but it does yeah. still say a lot. And oh, you can't say James McLean, sorry, can you cut across you there for a second? James McLean isn't fit. He, you know, Michael Neal, if he had his way, he wouldn't have started. He said he wasn't fit enough to play against Serbia yeah. or probably Luxembourg. So it's not surprising he ran out of steam after 40 minutes. Sorry, Kenny. It's just you're, you're talking about the senior guys coming in and getting their chance again, scoring a goal after four minutes, taking the lead. And then what happened for the rest of the game? Uh, I mean, one of the guys here, Derek Lynch, says we're expected to beat these teams. And I don't think we're going in with some positivity for Stephen Kenny after a draw, unfortunately. I think the, the lads ran out of steam. They needed to kill off the game, score a second goal. Much similar to Serbia, we, we went ahead. We said, okay, we're winning this game. What do we do? Uh, I think maybe everyone should drop about five or ten yards back in their normal positions. And the same thing happened tonight. It's a, a friendly game, but you want to put them under pressure, keep keep that momentum, and maybe get in a second goal. And we didn't look to do that too much. We A lot of people did relax and go back, as I say, their average positions further back about five or ten yards and and that was the difference for me again we had a chance to maybe get a second goal and try and kill the game early enough and we didn't do that and it's it's trouble when you go ahead in a game so early that's the tendency that we've tended to do as an, Ar an Ireland team even going back to Euro 2016 we went ahead of France we had a great chance in that game we were all over them and then we went in a half time and went Jesus we're, we're, we're winning here let's let's step back a bit more and try and defend a bit more you know rather than doing the good things that we've done from the start that's another thing Kenny has to, that's another part of the Irish football and DNA. And that goes back to Mick, uh, probably goes back to Jack a little bit. You know, once you're on the front foot, you got to stay in the front foot. You know, if you're, don't, the best way to protect the lead is go after another goal, stay on the ball and keep attacking until you get that second goal and third goal, whatever. It just seems to be an Irish thing. Get the goal, sit back and then try to, you know, maybe sneak another one or see this out. Uh, it's something that hasn't, seems to be dogging the Irish team for decades, ever since I, I was a kid watching Ireland play. And that, that's another thing Kenny has to try and iron out of Irish, the DNA of Irish football. Yeah, I think... Shane Daly, well, very though. good. Um, very, sorry, 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 Martin, too sorry, yeah, Sarah, and I might get you to comment on this, but Shane Daly, so the goal given away was a bad one, by the way, with shape gone. And I think he's spot on with that. You know, I mean, yeah. uh, Kenny, Kenny, you spoke away the fluidity, and, and when you're playing with five at the back or three at the back when you're defending it becomes a five and when you're attacking it becomes a three and it was all over the place i think i think to be fair to mclean he's not a left wing back by trade and so right back in a, in a flat four isn't he but we saw that that failure in the transition from defense and attack of the wing backs to get back and forth and i'm not going to blame mclean for the goal i think it's darrow shea and possibly jay malumby as well not getting tied enough but but it's a poor goal to concede isn't it martin yeah, I think tactically that that was that would be one worry I have. I know this is like three games into this new new system he's playing, but we were incredibly open against Qatar at times. So at top, there was one counter attack there when we lost the ball, we just overcommitted, and I think they had like five or six against three, and they didn't pull it off obviously. But that you you cannot be that open, and, and that was a real problem. I think um, for, for us and that, that's something that they're going to have to learn quickly because we will concede if we play this system and they're not getting back tactically like that to 
but but you know that, that and that is that that comes from then the basics that's, we're making our own mis- mistakes for us where we're punishing teams higher up the pitch when we're nicking the ball off them and putting pressure on i think at the moment we don't have some of our players aren't capable of doing that like, i'll be very honest john egan coming in there at the back is going to be able to play the ball out better than duffy and kieran clark i think long term a lot i thought o'shea was okay tonight with that um but yeah, I think that's going to have to be a lot better and sharper. I keep saying as well, getting the ball on the half turn, very, it was better than Luxembourg. It was definitely better getting the ball and, and going into attacking. And I think Brady brought that in the 20 minutes he was on. And McLean's always instinct is to do that. I thought Horgan as well did well with that sometimes. He tried to get things going, tried to, you know, the little final pass didn't come off again, but a lot more creative. Yeah, he was that link. He, he, he was that link, Horgan, wasn't he? Yeah. Lot yeah, just an interesting. Than the other day. Than- yeah, no, absolutely. I, I, I think that creativity came from that link, from having... Uh, we played more of a 3-4-3 three, three today, didn't we, rather than a 3-5-2. I know I'm rambling on about numbers here. Declan Finnegan, people don't seem to be giving Qatar um, enough credit. Only ranked 16, below, uh, 16 places below us. We'll be closer after these games. Asia Cup winners. Yeah, they did win the Asia Cup, didn't they? Japan 3-1. But I think, the, I think when you look at that, I mean, the, the Asian Cup, and if you look at it in recent years, Australia have join Australia are they're they're a little bit like us they're in a massive transition they've gone through their golden generation and they don't have many players coming through at the moment and if, if you look at the Japanese team that did so well at the World Cup Qatar did well to win that but if you look at the crux of it how many of those Qatar players are playing in the Premier League or the Championship I know people say Championship this Championship that but there, there is a, the Championship the Star League or, or whatever it's called it's 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 a retirement league. I'm sorry, but it's a retirement league. So I, yeah, point taken, Declan. Absolutely, champions, as I said. But when you put it into context, you know, so it's disappointing. I think yeah, Qatar have set this up though, haven't they? Sorry, the Qatar have set this up though to have all their players in the country and they're all representing the team. Like I think even on the RTE coverage, it's like a club Kevin's team. Oil. Yeah, it's like a club team. Yeah, it's like so, a yeah. club team. That's what he kind of alluded to. So you know, they they, they don't want to be embarrassed when when the World Cup's held there and stuff. So they're going to be a very well organised side, and that was what Luxembourg were. You know, we said about the importance of having that manager who's been there for 10, 11 years. We don't have that yet. We don't have a system that we brought in and everyone's really comfortable with. And things like that. So I think that's that's obviously going to take time. Sorry, David. Go on. That's all right. I'm, I'm used to being interrupted. Um, no, I mean, I mean it's um, yeah. Sorry, Martin. Sorry, Martin. I'm only jo- I'm only joking, David. Sorry. <laughs> Walking out. No, I mean, look, it's yeah. Guitar have a plan. They're executing it. You know, they've got nationalised players there as well. Um, you know, Luxembourg 11 years into their plan as well. They've got a plan. And what we said about international football, if you just have your house in order, you know, because of the time you have with your players, you just need to have your house in order, have everything structured really well, have a plan. We haven't had, this is probably the first plan we've had in yeah 20 odd years. And unfortunately we're playing catch up, but we, we do have on paper better players and we will have better players coming through. So, we're behind now, but I'm very, I'm very confident that even as far behind as we are, we're gonna, we will accelerate. We will get ahead of a lot of these countries. We're just playing a bit of catch up, and yeah, I mean, guitar no mugs whatsoever. Well organised, know what they're, know what they're about, and everyone knows what the job is. Um, you can see that today. Same in Luxembourg. So, you know, I, uh, yeah, they're yeah, definitely. It's a fair, no it's mugs, a fair point. It's a fair point. It's a, 
yeah, it's a yeah. fair point from Declan, I think. And oh, they're, yeah, they're, yeah. They're a nice team to watch. Yeah, they're they're a nice team to watch. Uh, interesting one there. Essentially, the problem is, uh, this is from John uh, Vidler. Sorry if I pronounced that wrong, John. So essentially, the problem is most parents want their kid to either play GA or to go to a secondary school with a good rugby or GA reputation. That's, you know, that's... You spoke about that on Saturday night, lads. You know, it's a it's a systematical thing as well. But unfortunately, we can only look at the next overhaul of change. Uh, another just comes to mind, Jason Malumbi, very energetic today. I mean, maybe not as composed on the ball as we would have liked it, but getting to a lot of first balls, uh, won a few free kicks as well. He's a player I think is developing. Preston are going to have a new man. I don't know if they've had a new manager appointment uh, appointed or not. I haven't kept an eye on that, but I mean, hopefully he'll get a bit more game time. And with that, We'll hopefully see the sloppiness ironed out. We'll, we'll hopefully see that match sharpness ironed out. Is he someone that's maybe cemented his place in the midfield for the summer fixtures and perhaps going forward? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think he's in a future on a captain. I think Stephen Kenny's a massive fan. I, I asked Stephen Kenny, you know, he had a bit disappointed that he hadn't got enough game time. I think he's been played as a number 10 at uh, Derby, well out of position. Um, that's for me. That's... He's very, very well out of position because he plays for Preston. <laughs> sorry it's been, a, it's been a long day sorry for Preston yeah um but you know um and Alan Brown actually said it, he was his captain of Preston or Derby uh and actually said that you know he felt it was a bit unfair that he was kept out of the team because probably because he's played so so high up the pitch in his position but even though he hadn't had the game time Kenny still picked him um against Serbia and I thought he played quite well he's a good player and yeah look there was another comment as well a few days ago. You know, how can you tell me that a player is not fit? And we, we touched on it earlier on. I mean, there is fit and there's match fit and there's match sharpness. And yeah. he's not match sharp at the moment. And I think once he, hopefully, new manager will come in and get a run of games. And by the time the summertime comes around, um, and they get the training camp and they get that muscle memory into the team and how Kenny wants his team to pick up because football, it's actually football is about muscle memory. You know, you get the team, you drive, you drive in. What you want, Jack Charlton held a training session with his players after the Icelandic tournament. I know I'm going off the tangent. Um, and the Liverpool players, including Kevin Sheedy, didn't travel. And basically, he got them all together, says, well, do you want to play? He said, yeah, we want to play. Brought him to Lillishaw and then said, right, John Anderson, get the ball, show him what I want. And Jack had an umbrella and he turned his back to the team. He starts practicing his golf swing with his umbrella. After 15 minutes, he goes to the lads, you happy? Yeah, grand. We got it. Lovely. Let's go home. And, you know, obviously we need a bit more than that with, with uh, Stephen Kenny. But that's, he had that little get together. This is what I want, lads. You know, off you go. And we haven't had that. We haven't had a training camp. We will have it in June. I think you'll see a huge improvement because he just has to have the time away with them to drill that that style of football and what he wants. It's so important. It's about yeah, muscle it's, men, international football. You know, I know it's, it's a different ball game. Is it? It's only going to matter days. Michael Bergen talking shot is normal. Well, Michael, if you can't back that up with a statement, then you you're, you haven't got a foot to stand on there, mate. Um, quick one there. So, oh, he, Jared he, Finnegan. He did, are, further, he, he did further down. He says, uh, we're disgraced for uh, um, saying that he's, he's, he's a good player. He can't get a game for Brighton or Preston. But look, Jason Malumbi is a fantastically talented footballer and he will make it. He's going to be a mainstay of the Irish squad in a few years to come, but he's just got to bide his time and get in there and get selected week after week, you know? So, and he will yeah, make I it think, 
I think my yeah, point taken there, but I, I think context is very important there as well. You know, if you look at Brighton, they, they and and I think Graham Potter was gone on record as saying that he wasn't playing them because of the the situation they're in. You know, I mean, they're 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 not mid table; they're relegation battlers, and sometimes That's you right. just can't take the risk. You can't take the risk with younger players like that. And then we're pressing, like we've said it already. You know, Alex Neil, he is a rotation man. You know, he there's been no consistency with those teams. So uh, point taken, Michael. Um, but we're not talking shite. I think we're we're fairly far <laughs> from it, to be fair. Um, something that we might... Jared uh, I, I, uh, Finnegan, are you all in agreement? Um, is Kenny... I think it's just Kenny is the man for the job. And um, we might touch on that kind of at the end to, to, to kind of sum it up. But I think that's going to be kind of a recurring question amongst ourselves and other other fans and other fan channels and so on. Um, yeah, so, so just to keep that in mind. The five of the back lads... What do we think? Is that is that going to be something that's going to be a feature, or have we learned from the last three games that maybe it's it's a little bit of a step beyond? I just feel from my just to, just to get my view on it first. I think we're a little bit at bay in the final third. And as I said, when you saw Horgan and Brady linking the the midfield or the the fullbacks or the wingbacks in the midfield too, so that four linking them with the with the center forward, I thought we looked a little bit less at bay. But overall. I just think it's a big adjustment for our lads to, to, to play there. And I think unless you have that game changer in the final third, it's it's um, it's not going to work. You know, it's not going to work. That's just my views. I, I hope I'm wrong. We're going to see it in the summer and, and beyond. Yeah, I mean, he doesn't have, I mean, it, it is a, it's a new system, but he doesn't have all his components. And I think one of them personally would be a Jack Bourne. You know, I we haven't seen enough of him. I'd like to think, I, I'm hoping um, from watching him for Ireland, and a bit with Sean McGrover is that he's the guy that can unlock defences. He he we don't have any other player like him. Now obviously we need to, you know, can he do it at international level? I think he can, personally, from what I've seen him. He's never looked out of place for Ireland. But we haven't had Jack Bourne either. Um I don't know why I was a bit surprised he went with the system. I thought he was going to change to a back four because he said, Yeah, I've changed the system, it hasn't worked out. And I thought, all right. But he's persisted with it. And I don't know, I hope it's not a case of like he's just so adamant of bat- battering a round peg into a square hole um because it worked against serbia we were quite unfortunate against serbia it did work in parts against Qatar, so maybe he sees enough merit to keep trying it um but i don't see the harm in joining the game and ch- change to a you know to a back four and a four three three and lads that i've got to leave you because um our press conference is uh, yeah, starting up so yeah, i've got we're gonna sum up soon, that, soon, I, I, soon enough anyway just, just one thing I want to bring in on that was, he, and I worry with him playing the two wing backs um, is that he is bringing them in as um, you know he was he said I want to accommodate Doherty and uh, Coleman in the same team basically, and he did that with a Doherty who who wasn't fit, and also Ender Stevens didn't perform basically so um, as well fitness troubles so I would question that then you know like that he's he's persisted with that I actually. The guys who actually played there today played better than both of them in the last game anyway. Uh, I thought anyway, McLean was better and so was Christie, I thought. Better than Doherty has been in the last two games. Yeah, so, absolutely. Uh, yeah, I thought Christie, I, I think that was a real positive, Christie's performance, to be honest. He was really persistent and, okay, the quality's not always there in the final third, but, you know, he he, he has got a bit of an engine on him as well. He kept going up and down. So, um, yeah, it's, it's very interesting. Um to see him persist with that system but it worries me then if we go with that way of having a forward you know like having having 
relying on Jack Byrne in that role is it's very easy to stop that person, isn't it? If you stop him, then he, he if he's going to be your one creative outlet, you're going to stop him, and that that that's a concern as well that you can do it so easily. Um, persistent with that system. Yeah, and on top, yeah, on top of the on top of the lineup or the actual formation. So interesting comment here from Mark McCaw. Every comment I'm just saying is interesting, even if they're a little bit shitty towards us. <laughs> so just saying, can we just give up playing football for a few years? Give us a chance to win a few pre qualifiers uh, don't know if that's friendlies without any pressure sk stephen kenny is a nice man but a poor communicator uh, look uh, i have an issue with this mark i mean press conferences are one thing but you're not in the training pitch so i think just just keep that in mind and um, about his managerial ability i'd like to see more senior figure mentor help him out which is an interesting point as well plus be clued in about potential players who should be capped asap brian Kerr maybe so i think brian Kerr Harris made it very clear he doesn't want to be involved. Unfortunately, a few interesting points there. I think, um, you know, giving up playing football. I mean, th there is that argument as well. People are saying, why can't we just, um, you know, th there's one side of people looking to play football, say under O'Neill and under McCarthy. And now you've got the flip side. People are saying, well, maybe we need to play more of the senior lads. Jeff Hendrick doesn't play football. James McLean, he did, did well today, but... Um, doesn't necessarily play the best of football. Patrick Purtle, call it for harness. No thanks, mate. <laughs> okay. What do we think of that, lad? So, so in terms of the, never mind the formation, but the the system or the philosophy that comes with it, we're not going to see any change, are we? And and I don't think that's a negative thing either. I don't think it is a negative thing. I think it's going to be something that Stephen's going to stick to. He's going to try and play football. Um, going back to that comment about maybe putting someone senior ahead of him like Brian Kerr I mean, we tried that one we had Steve Staunton and the experiment with Bobby Robson you know you try things and if they don't work you look at new things you try something different and you don't do the same thing again and make the same mistakes again I think Stephen Kenny is trying to really take over a lot uh, of, of work not just with the senior team but to try a philosophy of football across all teams and if he's not given the time for that to actually come to fruition then there's no point in us then sacking him and then putting another guy in and telling him you do what you want we'll back you and then when he doesn't get a few good results we'll get rid of him it's just not the way to go about it whether you think Stephen Kenny's the right man or the wrong man he's been given the job he's been given some time let's see it through for once and let him keep going the distance and, uh, and make the difference unfortunately tonight he had a good chance to maybe get some positive results uh, in, into the summer take a small bit of pressure off maybe from one of the worst results we've ever had against Luxembourg. It didn't happen and it's going to take some time. We talked about the goal at the start, a set piece play sometime on Oh, Kenny, your sound is gone, mate. You mute yourself. <laughs> <laughs> mute myself. Yeah, I hit off. There's a there's a there's a mute button on this as well. I hit off it so, uh, by mistake. But we get a few minutes together to go and get a set play. We get a goal from it sometime on the training ground. We're gonna have that in the future. This is the strangest time to ever be an international footballer. We've had the COVID. We've had withdrawals in the over ten withdrawals for almost every single game Stephen Kenny has had. So he really hasn't had that much of a chance yet. And I think it's way too early to be going, okay, let's get rid of him without giving him a proper go at the proper crack at the whip. 
Yeah, so a couple of people saying here, so Kevin O'Flynn and Oscar Burke, so both saying about the long ball. So, yeah, I mean, look, it's it's something that we've been trying to move away from for a long time. I think something that's worth noting is it's the first time in Irish history that, that there's been a consistency with the philosophy or the style of play from senior level all the way down. And that's something that Kenny was initially brought into as under-21 manager to actually implement and to solidify. Because um, doesn't he have kind of a joint role as not director of football, but something along those lines, kind of technical director? I, I don't know the... I, well, no, that's rude doctorate. I don't know the actual term, but but to basically have that, so it's um it's it's something that we we need to keep in mind there going going forward. Um, I'm just conscious of time there, lads. I know we want to get the the Stephen Kenny press conference, and and just everyone listening, we will be back at the weekend, not for a live, but for a another episode, just uh, summing up basically this international window. So, um, going forward, lads, uh, where does this leave us? I mean, it's very difficult to, to ask, but where does this leave us? I mean. From my point of view, I've, I've remained very positive myself. As we said, we've given Qatar their due credit, but we needed a win to really... We weren't going to shift the narrative by beating Qatar, but we did win to perhaps keep a bit of momentum for the team and also maybe um, improve the mood or lift the mood amongst Irish football fans. So um, I start with you first there, Martin. Where, where does this leave us? Where do we go from here? I think back to the last free game uh, group. And you know, obviously, that was that was kind of all disrupted with COVID and stuff. So it's a lot positive overall of how the the camp has kind of got together and their integration. I think Kenny's probably going to have had more time to get his ideas across to them. I think that will be a positive in the long term. We may not have seen it in this camp, but I think that will be a positive. Um, you know, we've also he's also had a disruption. To be fair to him, of um, you know, bringing in new coaching staff as well. We've we've obviously seen the proof tonight that that. One of the things that that guy brought in was, you know, the, the, the goal basically came from what we hope he's brought into it. We've also yeah. had Dean Kiley working with new goalkeepers and both of them played, a, you know, we're really happy, aren't we, really, with, with Gavin Bazuna's performance overall. Um, you know, it's a bit shaky at times tonight. He's a bit risk-taking. I don't know if I'd want to be in the stadium watching him um, do that. But, uh, yeah, he. I mean, he got away with one as well. But, um we it it was really I think that that's that's a huge positive overall that that anyway um, I think Kenny as well has done well bringing in the senior players this evening and they've done well and he's kept them involved and part of the group I think it would have been a, a kind of mistake if if he'd let them go back to their clubs and they were seen as basically uh, I'm a, I'm not thought of anymore he doesn't want me I'm not part of the group he has kept them involved in it he be he'd be kind of biting off his nose to spite his face if he if he wanted to cast them aside now he we're not in the fortunate position even with the injuries he's been incredibly unlucky hasn't he who he's missing from i think it's actually quite positive now but i'm i'm more positive about it after tonight with seeing the urgency again if it had been a very flat performance again like it was against luxembourg i think i would be really really disappointed by i saw something in the 60 minutes i've seen a goal i've seen them work something and score that goal which we thought was happening. We're going now into a camp in June. It's going to be very interesting to see who, you know, at the end of a long season, we haven't got the Euros to go to, but it's a, it's a key one now. You know, we used to have those US Cup trips and things like that, end of season things. I remember when uh, Kilban was persuaded to go on a, on a trip year at year end once because all the senior pros pulled out uh, when we went to America that time and Joel Lapira got capped that time. I want to see our senior pros make themselves available. I don't think there'll be any question if he's fit that James McLean does. 
Um, but it'd be very interesting to see everyone else who, who, who is going to make themselves available. Another key question will be as well, Darren Randolph is going to be key now. Is he going to be coming back into the squad? I would hope he does because of his experience and things. Um, you know, you can afford to do that in a camp. Um, but I think, yeah, overall, I'd be more positive going to June when I think he's going to have a full complement of players, hopefully, at the end of the season. And he'll be able to work with them for nine days and hopefully against those opposition get good results. Yeah, I just want to confirm, Martin, uh, just from Rob uh, Macer, you're not on crack, are you, for being positive? <laughs> no, uh, I'm just incredibly positive and, and disillusioned, probably. Uh, Kenny, <laughs> feeling positive or negative about going forward from, from this I, I, fairly disappointing international window? Yeah, I think me, personally, I've always been very positive about what he's trying to do. And that positivity is going to wane on if we don't get some results and we get some green shoots of 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 progress like the the early goal in the game tonight you're going to have a chance to actually coach players have some time with the players spend some time getting his proper ideas across uh, in two games which really don't have much pressure on them a bit of a camp and go this is what we need to do lads let's get our best foot forward and go into that game away to portugal it's going to be a really tough game to try and get some sort of positive result and things will change just like that. And in the, in the flick of a switch will go from, oh, Kenny's the worst man in the world to Jesus, he's done something here. We're on, we're on the cusps of something. There's improvement and he needs that to happen fast. I think it's really key to point out again, as, as Martin said, he hasn't had his full complement of players to work with at all. People are dropping like flies to every single game and he needs to get some players in there. You try and build some sort of a system. He can't base it on one player. He has to have his full philosophy. And I think if he gets more time, We'll see the the, the, the fruits for it. Um, we'll get some good results. And overall, I think we'll be in a good place in another year's time. Absolutely. And just if you're not, if you're a fan listening to today live, you're, if you're listening back and if you're feeling really bad about all of this, Graham Horan has left a fantastic comment. The Delaney era is over. So if you're not feeling great, that's one positive. <laughs> another thing is, at least we're not Mongolia, losing 14-0 to Japan today. So just just bear that in mind for uh, for context. David Carley, yeah, very helpful there. Are you on drugs, bud? <laughs> Me have a manager. Um, well, ju judging by the spelling, David, um, it's, it's certainly not us. So we're going to leave it there for today, folks. We're going to be back at the weekend for uh, basically a, an overall digest. So um, keep the faith. Just, you know, I understand people are hurting, which is fine. It's fine if you're anti-Kenny and it's fine if, you, if you're not feeling negative. That's okay. It hurts. It hurts. And... Um, John Builder. <laughs> it would be nice to be on drugs, maybe for the game. Yeah, that's, that's we'll start talking about drugs. But anyway, yeah, we, we will be back. Keep the feedback coming. It's our first live. You know, we just thought we'd do it for, for a little bit of a change. So and um, we will be back at the weekend with, with the with the pod as opposed to a live. So until then, keep the faith and come on, you boys in green. Yep. I'm late. <laughs>